Welcome to EEN Moms Talk. We are going to explore how we are called to care for God's creation, what that looks like for modern moms, and how we can make better choices to protect our kids from environmental harms. Now on to today's episode. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to EEN Moms Talk. This is Beth Bond, your hostess for the show, and we are going to do something a little differently today. Um, You know, part of our goal um, on this show is to educate um, people how to walk lighter on the planet, and there are really hundreds of things we do every day that gives us an opportunity to do that. And so we are really honored to have Joe Barber, who is the president of Natural Soy Products Limited and the Clean Environment Company. He and his wife, Melissa, have three children and live in Waverly, Iowa. He's a graduate from the University of Northern Iowa with a degree in political science. Joe spent 23 years in metal manufacturing before having the opportunity to join the natural soy team. He, as an Eagle Scout and a farm boy, Joe, Joe has always had a passion for nature and making sure that his children can have the same wonderful experience in the outdoors that he had. Welcome, Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks um, for having me on this so morning. Glad, yeah, and we are so glad to have you because this is such an important talk, topic, and it's something that um, really confuses a lot of moms. Um, we as moms are beginning to know that we just have to be label readers, and so it's great to have an expert like yourself on the show with us to help um, make us better uh, shopping decisions. But um, I just want to say that Um, I also have a political science degree, so clearly those of us with political science degrees are just going to end up in all kinds of unique places. (laughs) (laughs) I I always had a lot of questions um, from people about what I was going to do with that political science degree, and uh, I said, you can do just about anything. Exactly, uh, exactly. Um, So it taught me to write well. That's about the extent of it. Well, and writing is important, Um, although I always tell people I'm from Alabama, English is my second language, so um, <laughs> <coughs> excuse me. And I have had a bit of a cold, and I coughed through last week's um, podcast, and I'll probably do the same. Um, but let's just let's just start at the beginning for you, because I mean, your background clearly is not about um, clean um, or environmental products. Tell us how you got involved with the natural soy team. Sure. Well, like I said um, in the, the bio there, um, I spent 20, 23 years in metal fabricating um, and actually had a shared acquaintance um, with the, the owner of Natural Soy Products and the Clean Environment Company um, who made an introduction uh, for us. And uh, Ken Budke is a retired dentist and um, very passionate man. Uh, he's got a lot of different um, business enterprises that he's got uh, trying to, to help others, um, large focus on autism and uh, people suffering from uh, post-traumatic stress disorder uh, with a, a company he's got called Be Calm. And then um, the natural soy products and clean environment side. Uh, and he was looking to, to have somebody come in and uh, take over the, the day-to-day operations of that and help try to move some of these products out into the market and uh, make people aware of it. And when I kind of learned what the company was about and um, our mission um, of trying to find 
uh, more natural ways for everyday products, not just in your house, but also for industrial purposes and things like that, um, and the impact that we could have on the environment uh, with the use of these products, um, I got very excited about it and uh, made the, the jump uh, over. And so, you know, it's just been um, just over a year for me. And, uh, you know, I know you said I'm an expert. I would not say that yet. Uh, I'm learning every day. And uh, it, it's just um, very engaging from my side to be exposed to this and uh, the different groups who are out there working to um, try to spread the message and educate people on uh, the things that we can do to better improve um, the world that we live in. Now, how did you become aware of, you know, sort of the hazards of regular cleaning products? Was it through working through the business or were you already aware before you came on board? Um, really, uh, I, I, you had an awareness of the toxicity that you get with a lot of the different cleaning products and things like that. But um, I was really enlightened by uh, first talking with Ken and then um, on the clean environment side, uh, Ken had actually bought that business from its creator, a gentleman named Don Eby uh, out of the Omaha, Nebraska area. And uh, having a lot of conversations with Don, Don was kind of a pioneer in the green cleaning um, environment. Uh, the cleaning, uh, the clean environment company, has been in place for over 25 years. So when you you think about uh, probably the the movement that you see now with people um, really embracing um, green cleaning products and things like that, you know you see it as more of a, a newer movement. But uh, Don was out in front of this 25 years ago, and um, you know that's one of the things about about our products, they've got a long proving to be effective and uh, safe for those who use them. And you all have a lot of products. I mean, there are, I, I think that's one of the things I appreciate about the company is like some people just make products because they see um, an issue like for the bathroom or for the kitchen. But y'all mm-hmm. have products from like car cleaning to graffiti removal all the way down to soap. Um, So, you know, that's really important, and it's important that you use your knowledge, you know, not to limit you, but to actually address issues in uh, many different ways. So let's talk a little bit about um, some of the benefits that people can expect from using your products. Sure. Well, you know, one of the things that we hear from people is, you know, when they're using the standard cleaning products that they can get off the uh, the shelf, um, the irritation that they get to their skin and um, the, the concerns that they have about using those products around their children, um, you know, around elderly that they have living with them or even their pets. And those are the things that our products really um, are a benefit to the user on because um, they are very safe for the use around everyone. And they're also very um, easy on septic systems and uh, water treatment. And again, they're products that have over 20 years worth of history uh, in terms of how they work. And so they're very effective. And, you know, that's one of the things that 
you know, we kind of heard people have a perception that um, the the green cleaning products have a bad rap in terms of not being as effective as uh, some of the other products out there. And that's one of the things that we really pride ourselves on. People, you know, we have a lot of testimonials of people coming back saying, wow, you know, I, I couldn't believe that this worked as well as it did and uh, how how effective it was to, um, you know, remove a stain or um, deal with, uh, you know, the messes that I have with my uh, my puppy on the carpet and things like that. Um, and then, you know, we also get the, the messages from people that are talking about their laundry detergent and uh, the fact that, you know, here they've got something that's a detergent and a softener and it smells good, but it's not irritating their skin either, you know, once they... Um, done their laundry with it. So all those things really excite us because uh, that's what we're, we're driven to do is try to provide solutions like you alluded to, you know, not only for the home, but going out and into even industrial settings um, so that the everyday user uh, can constantly feel like a solution available to them to make their, um, you know, application, their, their work safe and better for them. Well, and let's explain a little bit to folks, like, why would why would you be allowed to put something in your laundry detergent that might be an irritant? Um, and the reality of it is, is these types of products are, I think the best way to describe it is barely regulated. Like, there's definitely some no-nos you can't put in it, but beyond that, it's sort of open season, right? Yeah, I mean... Um... There's, like you said, certain products that are not allowed. Um, you've got things like uh, the, the Prop 65 in California, which um, very much regulates um, different chemicals and uh, what can be in any products that appear there. Um, but it, it is kind of open. Um, if, if it's not a product that uh, the EPA um, has necessarily said uh, is an issue, um, you know they can they can have those, but at the same time, you know if you've got people with sensitive skin um, or you know allergies, they can be subjected to a lot of things that are in everyday products that uh, that are irritants to them. And so you know we try to have our products be such that um, not only you know are they going to be compliant with um, anything from a regulatory standpoint, but that they're gentle for the user. Um, you know, we, we talk about, you know, you can stand in your shower with our um, um, delining um, de product and spray it on the floor while you're standing in the shower, you know, showering, and not worry about the fact that that's getting on your skin um, or um, that, you know, you'll, you'll receive any kind of burns or irritants from that. And uh, I think that's just, it's important that people feel like, hey, I've got something that, that I can use and not be concerned that um, I'm going to do any harm to myself or to my kids. You know, we're, right. working, right and... with, we're working right now with the, um, uh, it's called the Environmental Working Group, um, we they go through and we do a um, evaluation of products and give it a grade. Um, and a lot of the uh, name brand products that you see out in the stores uh, will appear on there. And you can go onto their website and check it and see the grade. Um, 
we have, uh, at our own request, gone to the Environmental Working Group and, and asked them to um, take a look at our products, do that analysis, and provide that grade as well because we think it's important that people have a resource like that, uh, kind of an independent third party, um, who will evaluate that and uh, provide a unbiased um, score or grade on the products. So we're just in the midst of that right now, um, getting them kind of our um, most popular products for them to be able to uh, to do the analysis to and uh, kind of get us included in that, that list um, where, you know, hopefully level the playing field a little bit more when you think about some of the, the larger, more name brand products that are out in the market. Well, and let me just take a minute because I am huge fan of the Environmental Working Group and have been um, involved with them. I don't say involved, but I've been following what they're doing. Um, I actually help um, many people will be shocked to learn that cosmetics are as unregulated as your cleaning products, and they actually, cosmetics and cleaning products all follow in, under the Toxic Substance Abuse Act, and it hasn't been upgraded since, like, 1937, which if you think about all the petrochemicals that have come into the marketplace since 1937, y'all should be mad and call your congressperson, such as a political scientist. So, um, <laughs> but the EWG is like has, I'm not just, you know, it's in the top three of we using trust. And as moms, it's so important to say, okay, I know I can trust this deal. If I have this deal, then I don't have to do all this research. So I really commend y'all for because it's it's not inexpensive and it's you know it's time consuming but it's well worth the effort and it and it makes it really easy for moms when they know they can look for that seal. Yep, exactly. You know, um, and, and um, go please go ahead. What I was going to say is is um, they have a database and they have an app that you can put on your phone, so um, when you're shopping, it makes it a lot easier too. Exactly, yeah, and, and uh, oh, one of the, the individuals, uh, a woman that we were visiting with, you know, uh, she actually pulled it up on her phone, you know, just to, to highlight that and the fact that every time she's in the store um, looking at a product, she'll hop right on there and uh, make a check, and, uh, you know, that's great. It's a it's an important resource that people have at their disposal um, to uh, to make educated buying decisions. Well, and the thing the thing is, is, you know, we would like to think that we can trust um, the companies in our government to protect us, but the reality of it is, is it's, it's too big a, a, a category for the government really to be able to to check everything. And and I'm not saying that any company intentionally trying to create a product that's going to harm people. I don't believe that is ever the case. But I do believe that companies um, do make decisions um, to make the, the product either shelf-stable. That's one of the big things with the petrochemicals is, you know, it'll be able to sit on the shelf for months. Um, or they'll make a decision to include a, something in the product that they don't know is harmful but um, can be revealed afterwards that it's harmful but it helps keep them, the price down. So right. um, we as, as mom, I can't want to say moms because that's my group, but parents, um, we just 
we have to be the number one defense for our kids. And that means we just have to be smart consumers now. Right. Well, and, you know, as we talk about the consumer and, you know, you brought up pricing as an issue, that's one thing, too, that we, we've kind of taken on as a mission here um, just over this past year. Um, you know, green products traditionally have been um, a lot higher priced than, than other products necessarily out on the market. And, you know, when we, we talk about social justice and the ability to um, have um, good decisions uh, that are available to everybody, no matter uh, what income level they're at, you know, we kind of looked for a way to, to say, how can we do that and how can we embrace that and, and make that possible? And so, you know, just doing some analysis of, you know, things that are cost drivers inside of the, the system uh, all the way along, um, we've we've spent time here uh, just over since about the first of the year starting to introduce our products in a concentrated form. Um, but in, you know, like a six-ounce plastic sleeve um, that allows um, – when we transport, you know, or ship that product to distributors and things like that, we've eliminated all the water um, driving the the cost of that delivery, um, you know, the, the amount of fuel that, that's just consumed in moving that product around the United States. Um, and then also by putting it into a concentrate form like that in the sleep, we're allowing the consumer to take any bottle um, that they have uh, you know, we're providing one of our full-size labels along with these kits, but they're able to take, you know, and, and buy a bottle uh, or use a bottle they have. And our hope is to really reduce the number of plastic bottles that are being not only produced, but making their way into the recycling or waste stream. Um, you, know. you know, and that's that drives a lot of cost out and makes this very affordable you know, for everyone. I saw the picture. Um, and now I know what the picture is. So in our show notes, ladies, we'll have a picture of these things. And I have to tell you, that is hashtag brilliant. You've got me so excited about that because one of the, the craziest things we do as Americans is we ship water, whether it's drinking water or, you know, um, water in our, like, you know, in, in our shampoos and our detergents and everything. And so I love this because the other thing is, is shipping products with water is very expensive, but y'all taken that cost out. So now um, you've made it so much more cost effective to ship. And I just, that, man, that is hashtag brilliant. That is so smart. I try to come up with more and more creative ideas, um, you know, to, to make the, the product um, a fit for everybody. Um, and even from the pictures that you see that we provided, um, we're also going through and, you know, we're going die free um, with all of our products. What, you know, some of the pictures that you see there, um, you know, we, we followed a pH scale with some of the coloring we had in our products just to um, kind of give that exposure to people. Um, but, you know, uh, it's one of these things that we've identified too. Um, you know, the educated consumer prefers to have something that has no dyes in it. Even even the dyes we use are uh, primarily almost food coloring. Uh, you know, they're uh, food safe. But at the same time, let's pull that out of there. Uh, so the products that we'll have going out are going to be dye-free. Um, 
and uh, I'll, you know, allow the, the consumer to, to not have that uh, be something that is a concern for them as well. So, you know, this is an evolving thing all the time for us and um, looking at how we can uh, continue to improve our product. And um, we love the voice of the customer. So we take a lot of value in the feedback that we get from the moms and dads out there um, that we're encountering. And uh, they're like, hey, we like this or we don't like this. And we take just as much value from, um, you know, negative feedback um, because then we can try to make ourselves better. Um, we really want to, to serve our customers and provide the, the very best solution that we can. Um, and, and, and see, that's another thing that large companies can't do, right? I mean, they just, once they get into their, you know, mass-produced packaging and the labels and everything, they really can't be responsive quickly to the customers. So I love it that y'all are so customer-focused driven. Um, that just really, really makes um, a lot of sense. We're going to take a quick break. Um, and then we will be back, and we'll um, we'll get back to the conversation. We hope you're enjoying this episode of EEN Moms Talk. If you want to engage more with us, you can follow us on Instagram at EEN Moms. You can follow us on Twitter at EEN underscore Moms. Or you can join our private Facebook group at EEN Moms. Just click to join, and we approve you in the group. If you want to download our free Bible study, hop over to creationcare.org and you can download it there. We really believe community is the key to everything, so we hope you will make us part of yours. Now, back to our guest. Okay, Joe, we've, I've really enjoyed our conversation. I think we've really sort of delved into some of the things that moms and dads need to be paying attention to in regard to... Um, cleaning products you're using, what are some of your most popular products for, um, for home, you know, for, for taking care of their home, taking care of your home? Sure. Yeah, um, really, uh, we've got an all-purpose cleaner, um, you know, which is for your standard countertops, uh, mopping-type applications. Um, our clean toilet bowl cleaner is fantastic. Um, the glass and window cleaner. Uh, and then we've got an enzyme stain treatment, fantastic for taking out, um, you know, blood, uh, wine spills in the carpet. But also if you've got those pets in the house um, and they, uh, they have an accident on the carpet, and then their tendency to go back to that same spot because they can pick up the scent and, and make the mess there um, over and over. Um, the enzymes that we've got inside of uh, that product actually helps to... Um, kill that bacteria and keep the, uh, the the pet from going back to that spot. Um, another would, product that we... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I would imagine that would also be good for, like, baby spit-ups and things like that, too. Yes. Yep, exactly. So, you know, I think all of us with kids know, uh, you know, the, you're going to encounter a lot of different things. Uh, you know, I've got three different age groups, you know, for my children, and... Uh, past the baby stage, uh, but that's I remember plenty of, of uh, incidents on carpet uh, involving the kids. Uh, 
in that stage. And, you know, my wife would laugh and that a lot of it was a failure on my part to, to be paying enough attention while I'm changing diapers. But, um, uh, you know, another great product we've got, uh, we've got a stainless steel cleaner. Um, does a fantastic job of not only cleaning, but kind of protecting it on an ongoing basis. So the smudges that you get from your kids, um, touching all the, the stainless steel appliances. And then, um, those concentrate packs, which are made up of several of these products that we just talked about. But, um, you know, I think we've got a lot of interest from people wanting to start looking at being able to buy that in a concentrated form and um, reuse the bottles that they have. Well, and I just, that is, I'm going to say it again, that it's so, so smart um, and really, really solves a huge issue that most people aren't aware of, which is shipping liquid. Um, right, it just takes so much cost in the fuel and all that kind of stuff. So now, I, one of the, the one of the the picture you sent with these concentrated, it looked like it was like it had like I, I don't, packets, like you could order like a like a kit, right? Correct. And you would have like a strip of the different things, right? Correct. So um, the the way we sell it right now, it's a what we call a six-pack concentrate kit. And um, you've got six unique products, but it's the stuff that you would use for your everyday cleaning in your home. So you've got the all-purpose cleaner. You've got um, a non-acid toilet bowl cleaner, um, glass cleaner, an air freshener, that enzyme stain treatment, and a furniture polish. And it comes in a six-ounce concentrate. A six-ounce concentrate will generate you 32 ounces of ready-to-use cleaning fluid. Um, and along with those concentrate packs, we're going to send you one of our full-size labels for each of those products so that you've got the full directions, cautionary statements, everything. Once you make that, you can place that on the bottle. Feel safe that you've you know, identified it correctly and... Um, you know, that you, you've got all of the information that you need to, to use that product safely and effectively. Now, um, one of the people are like, well, why can't I find you at my local grocery store? Um, so tell us where you are available, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the grocery store. Okay. Um, well, the easiest way to find us would be just to hop onto our website, uh, Clean Environment Co., dot com um, and uh, look for us there. Um, we also have some distributors um, that work for us um, and so if you were to uh, uh, go on Amazon and uh, do a search um, probably through some of our different distributors you'd find our products there. Um, also you know look for us on Facebook. Um, right now uh, with Earth Day being this past uh, week um, we've had a promotion going on um, this week, they, uh, um, like 33% off uh, that we ran for the, this week um, uh, in conjunction with Earth Day. But, um, you know, we're, we're working at getting um, our brand and our, our message out there and trying to identify more and more retailers, um, you know, who have a willingness to put our product and on the shelf, um, you know, we work with some of our uh, more regional um, grocers around here. Um, so um, constantly working to do that. Um, you know, 
we some of the other products that we have that are under the, the natural soy um, label, those can be found at naturalsoyproducts.com. And, um, you know, there we've got items like barbecue cleaner um, or some adhesive remover where, you know, if you've got kids that like to put stickers on things like uh, doors and mirrors and some of those things and uh, you need a, a way to be able to remove that, you know, we've got an alternative, and, and those products are made primarily with soy. And, um, you know, just a, another broad range of, of products that we have that, you know, um, again, are fitting some home uses, but also um, industrial and commercial uses. So, um, let me just explore. I, um, before I came on with, Een, I'm I'm actually nine months with Een right now. Um, just honored and blessed to be working with them. It's been a great experience. But before that, I was in uh, marketing and I have a very large regional blog on sustainability. And so um, I learned a lot about grocery stores that I did not know. And basically, it is cutthroat, um, impossible to get on shelves, um, and be expected to be found. And most of the things that you see in a grocery store, the company actually paid for that space. Yeah, um, yeah, the pay-to-play. Yes, and so it makes it impossible um, for small companies to really, uh, really just stay in that space. And so that's why I love. Um, I'm not saying the Amazon's perfect; they are not, but sort of options like Amazon because at least it gives small companies a way to have a presence nationally in front of people. Right. And that's one thing we're actively working on right now, um, engaged with Amazon, looking at the fulfillment by Amazon, um, which would allow us to take like our concentrate kits and, and have those in the Amazon warehouses. Um, so, you know, it becomes one of those prime eligible um, products. So, um, you know, if you're at home and, and need that, you want that in that two-day window, um, that's that's something that would be be available. Right. Uh, millennials in particular, I, I'm, old, I'm a little older, so, um, but millennials in particular seem to have excelled at the online shopping experience. So, um, and the thing is, is I, I, I'm not a prime member, but, I'm pretty sure you can, like, put it on your list and you can just say, send this to me once every four weeks or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and they'll just send it to you automatically. So uh, Amazon really has re- revolutionized the chore of shopping if people consider it a short chore. I know not all people do. Um, if right. for some reason um, moms are out shopping in the grocery store and, it, and um, they're reading their labels, can you tell us a couple of things they might want to avoid in their products? You know, um, that, that's one thing that, you know, you talk about the, the expertise. I don't feel comfortable yet being able to tell you specific things to avoid, but what I would tell them to do is to download that app from the Environmental Working Group and use that to educate them. You know, someone who's um, really taking the time to actively um, evaluate those products and 
in particular, the ingredients. So if there's a specific ingredient that they have a concern about or a question about, they don't recognize, use that resource to go through and educate themselves about it. That is a very wise answer. You know, let the experts at the stuff do do the work that they're they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's, advice. it's one of those things that you know, too. Uh, you know, as parents, I think we all, uh, as we get a little bit older and and a little bit wiser, uh, you're you're probably better off just admitting that uh, there's better resources out there than just yourself to find uh, the the best uh, answer for that. And um, I, I would tell people that I was so very impressed with, uh, you know, the things that I've seen uh, with the use of um, that app, that that is something that I would encourage people to use to, to educate themselves or to answer those kinds of questions or concerns that they may have. Super. Okay, so the end of our show, we always sort of um, move into sort of parent mode. Um, and... I know that one of the reasons you're doing this business um, and leading this business is because of your kids. What What are some of the important takeaways from the business that you're hoping to teach your kids? Well, you know, for me, I think it's important um, that my kids understand that, you know, you can have a good job and a successful business and create decent paying jobs for individuals while still taking care of our planet and the people who use those products. Um, you know, it's, um, you know, it's something you can be excited and passionate about and um, do good for others. And um, those are the type of things that I'm excited that my kids get to see me doing uh, on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, to kind of have that, that type of engagement with them. Um, you know, and I think the fact that we all have this social responsibility to do more to improve the world that we live in and to help others have a better life. You know, it's uh, you know, try to delve into some of those things as you're sitting around the, the dinner table at night on the, the night you actually get to sit down and have everybody around the table. Um, but, you know, being able just to relate that to what you're doing in your everyday life is, is uh, very powerful and, uh, you know, rewarding in having those conversations with the kids. And I know you've got a middle schooler. How old are the other two children? So I have a, a freshman uh, who's 15 and a seventh grader who's 13 and a second grader who's eight. So wow. We've got, we've got a high schooler, middle schooler, and, and, and elementary. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're running all the time. Uh, and... Um, the spring was late coming to us here in Iowa, so we had several uh, track meets and golf meets that got canceled because we were still getting snow up until a week ago. Oh, and our guest last week was from Illinois, and we were just sort of like laughing about, you know, because what else can you do but laugh at this point that you've got snow up through the middle of April and you had more snow in April than you did in January? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, well, it, so, it is nice. It looks like spring's arrived for us, so we're we're all outside enjoying it right now. Good. We even in Atlanta, um, like my cousins were in town last night, and we were walking my my little um, town, and uh, that's in Metro Atlanta, and it was it was cold. Like we had sweaters and long sleeves on, so 
it, it's certainly not snow, um, but it, it has sort of been crazy spring. Um, so I'm just interested, since you've got kids that are so sort of spread out, I'm just interested in, like, in their curiosity levels about what they're doing, what you're doing, and, you know, does it, I mean, clearly what the discussion you have with the second grader is different than the freshman in the high school, but I'm just curious if they're curious about the business that's taking care of the planet. Yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, um, I, I've always tried to talk to, you know, like I said, around the dinner table. So, you know, it's it's difficult to deliver one message to the uh, second grader versus the, the freshman. Um, but, you know, I try to talk to them, not at a super high level, but um, I respect them as, as individuals and uh, I feel that they're intelligent enough that we can really have an engaged discussion that um, that everybody can participate in. And, um, yeah, it is. And, and it's nice to, you know, as we see things, um, you know, like we go out and, and do a, a garbage pickup, you know, out through the ditches around our community, you know, and, and then we talk about plastic bottles and, you know, the, the disposal of that and, uh, you know, the number of these things that are, are being generated and making their way out. So it's easy to relate to it or, you know, you talk about um, the chemicals that every, you know, that are being put down the, the drains and then, well, how does that impact us, you know, like for the town having to treat the water um, and being able to um, do that and make sure that the water that is being put back into our um, water tables and things like that are, are safe. So, you know, I I try to just make them aware of it. You know, it's things that probably most people aren't going to think about um, just because they're not even aware of it or conscious of it, but, uh, you know, it's unique in the the field that I'm in that I can take that and, and relate it to the things that we see on a daily basis. Well, y'all, I don't want to insult you, but is it Waverly, Waverly Iowa? Yes. So how big is Waverly? Waverly is about um, 10,000 people. So do you have recycling in your town? Yes, we do. Actually, um, our community is fantastic um, in terms of um, the recycling. We have a beautiful new recycling center uh, with curbside recycling. Um, so really doing a lot, you know, to encourage everyone to to embrace recycling. Um, my my sons are in the Boy Scouts, and uh, we do a, a quarterly volunteering uh, up at the recycling center. So even making it easier for people as they bring up their stuff, you know, the kids will all run out to the car and grab it all from them, take it in, get it sorted, so they don't even have to um, worry about that. So That's awesome. There are places in metro Atlanta that do not have recycling in their community, so good for Waverly. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of embarrassing, but, um, yeah, that's awesome. And I love it that the kids can participate. You know, they can volunteer and learn. Not only the value of serving your community, but the value of, of you know, putting product, use products where they can be used again. Correct. Yeah. So well, um, I think I always think kids are a lot smarter on. than we sometimes give them credit for. So 
you know, getting them exposed to these things early on and, and having them be an engaged part of the process is, I think is pretty important. Right. Um, and what, and I was a Girl Scout, so like, and we were Girl Scouts for forever. And it wasn't an environmental message back then, but there's plenty of caring for our planet messages that came through Girl Scouts that, you know, I still embrace, you know, as as an adult. So I do think scouting really does a good job of that. So I always like to sort of finish up with, like, what are the things you're doing at home, you know, to, to care for the planet? Now, we know you're doing recycling, and we know you have mm-hmm. awesome clean products at home. So <laughs> what are some of the other things that you're doing at the house? Well, I love trees. Um, it's just we built our house around this beautiful um, burr oak tree in the back. We positioned the house so as we sit at the dining room table, we look just out um, on this this beautiful big burr oak tree uh, behind. Um, and and so in the uh, the few years since we built our house, uh, I'm lucky that teen acres of land, uh, but you know weeds. Um, planted probably 60 trees um, in that time frame. And my wife is a firm believer for, you know, every tree that somebody takes down for whatever purpose, they should be planting one, if not two, uh, to replace it. And uh, we just love um, the woods and, uh, you know, the investment that I guess we make as individuals when we plant a tree, Uh, you know, especially realizing that some of those won't have any real size until we're uh, probably dead and gone, but uh, they're there for the next generation. Um, and then, you know, I, I talked about, you know, we we spend a lot of time as a family um, going out and trying to, to do things to beautify the community, doing um, the ditch pickup, um, you know, and it's one of those things that the kids are like, wow, why do, why do people litter? And, uh, I'm glad to hear them ask that question, you know, because uh, I think since the time that they were toddlers and able to walk, you know, they've been out and, and been part of that. Um, and I, I guess I'd never have to worry about them actively engaging in something like that. So, um, you know, those are the, the, the things that we like to do as a family and, uh, you know, spend as much time as we can outdoors and, uh, you know, really enjoy um, the the fact that we've we've got such a beautiful uh, environment where we live that uh, that we can spend time in and uh, you know do the activities that we like. Well, I love the idea of the planting of the trees. Um, that has not come up on the show yet, and so it's such an important um, thing that we you know what we just don't think about, especially those of us in urban environments. Um, but, you know, even if you can't plant a tree at home, you can always donate a tree to be planted at a local park. And so, um, I mean, y'all are blessed with obviously the land to do it, but I don't, I don't, no excuses for people in metro areas like me, you know, you know, the other option of course is for those of us, uh, people of faith is plant a tree at your church. So, um, You know, there's there's plenty of places to plant a tree if if you can't do it in your you know if if you're in a high rise or whatever. So, 
Um, well, Joe, I have loved this conversation, and it's once again, it's so so important for um, parents to understand why they need to be conscientious shoppers and what they need to do to protect their kids to um, exposure. So we just really, really appreciate and value your time so much. Well, and I, I thank you so much for allowing me to, to participate today, Beth, and to, to share a little bit about our company. Um, you know, it's one of those things when, when you are a small business, it's harder and harder to, um, you know, to get out in front of uh, an audience and, and make them aware that you even exist. So I very much appreciate um, being able to be a part of this today. Well, and, um, you know, that's that's why we're here, is to help people understand that, you know, there's there's all different ways that we can care for God's creation. So, um, oh, you know what? I do want to close on this. So um, your, uh, I think it's your son, maybe maybe your son, um, the middle schooler, you are off to do something for middle schooler. And just tell us about that real quick, because I just love this story, and every mom's heart is going to melt when they hear this story. Well, um, yeah, I actually get to go to my son's middle school uh, for Hero Day today. Um, they have in their class, they identify who they see as a hero in their life, and then uh, they they write a essay on why that individual is their hero. And then my son actually selected me as his hero, and I received a written invitation from him to uh, to join him uh, at school today, um, where he will get up in front of the class and uh, share his story about uh, why I'm his hero. So. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. I get a wrap-up here uh, in the office in the next 15, 20 minutes and head up and spend a little time with him. And, uh, you know, pretty honored, you know, that uh, that he chose me for that. Well, take a box of Kleenex because I'm <laughs> sure there's going to be really touching things. The other thing that Joe shared with me is this. He doesn't even know what's in the essay, so it's all going to be a surprise, though. That is really, yeah. really awesome. We'll Joe, thank you so much for your time. Good luck with today, and we will look forward to uh, interacting with you in the future. All right. I appreciate it. Have a great day, bud. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. <coughs> oh, I can't wait to get rid of this cold. Um, I, so I want to tell you how we found out about um, Joe and his company. We, um, at, at the Evangelical Environmental Network, we sort of have three branches now. We have sort of regular EEN. Um, that does um, a lot of political work and um, organizing um, the evangelical voice on the environment. Then we have, you know, EE and Mom. And then we have um, Young Evangelical for Climate Action is the branch. And what they do is is they work with um, evangelicals under the age of 30. And in particular, they target... um, they target college students to be fellows to do work on their campuses um, to work with their fellow um, college students, you know, about what, what we talk about, which is hearing for God's creation. Well, one of our fellows, um, her name is Lindsay, and you might have seen her because she actually got national play where um, she was, um, and this is something that I don't know about, but Anyway, it was a uh, it's it's run by CNN, but it's geared towards millennials 
and in particular young millennials. And so she got interviewed on this website, and it sort of went viral, and especially went viral in Iowa because here was this young lady who didn't know anything about the environment who got called um, through her faith to protect the environment, and she's, you know, from rural Iowa, which is not normally where we find um, strong voices, and it was just this amazing story. So um, Lindsay, who is the fellow and who got featured in all this stuff, is um, working with this company now and told us about this company. And I think that's so awesome, right, that she was still so committed to the environment that when she went and and found a a company to work with, it's a green company, right, that it's so rooted in her heart that we need to care for God's creation that even when she has to work, she wants to find something that's doing something good to take care of God's creation. Now, um, I just want you to know, EEN does not endorse this uh, company, but we were very excited to find them. And I'm just telling y'all, this whole idea of these tablets that we dissolve in our own water at home, hashtag brilliant. I'm so excited about this. So um, I hope you'll check it out. In the show notes, we've got a link to um, the products um, available and we um, just really appreciate Joe's time, and we just came together in like 48 hours, so it was really cool we could make it all happen. And we will look forward to seeing you all next week on EEM Mom's Talk. Thanks for listening to this episode of EEM Mom's Talk. You'll be able to get more information on our website at creationcare.org, and we hope that you will like and subscribe to these podcasts on iTunes or your other favorite podcast player.